I am unashamed. What about you? So, uh, we were trying to see if I had a black eye. Was is it this eye? Yeah, but this happened days days ago. I don't know, Jace. You look so rough. It's hard for me to tell when when you've got an ailment or something else. It's I take just... that as a compliment. <laughs> I mean, you look beat up all the time. No offense. So my daughter's at camp, and my other daughter from Nicaragua, she's at college, and my boys have moved on. So I looked around. So Karina's not going to be here this summer? She's normally uh, home. No, she does, but she's got a job. She oh, really? Up there? Oh, I'll tell you, look, this, I got I got, I got, got teary-eyed over this. This was not the story I was fixing to tell you. I'll get back to that in a second. But I got teary-eyed. Story alert. Jace has a new story, just, just yeah. for our audience to know. She, uh. She sent Missy a text, and it was a picture because she has a job during the summer. This this girl works, and uh, it's one of the things I love about her. And if if none and of she y'all works were, joyfully, she she has. I've never seen. Does she ever have a like a bad moment? Because I've never seen her when she wasn't just like genteel and you know amazing. Where's that Hebrews uh, thirteen where it says, "Be careful when you entertain strangers." Could, by- could be an angel. I thought that for a while. Yeah. And uh, the only other person that I've ever thought that about, to my knowledge, was my wife before while we were dating. I thought, this girl. I kept Because I kept looking for you know the skeletons in the closet. <laughs> you oh, thought you were going to be like the Is Nephilim. This, you were yeah. going to marry one of the... You know. <laughs> yeah, never know. Talking about some athletes. Dad's thought the same thing about Stevenson. Remember you said, are you, are you an angel? Of course, so, that gave him a choice. Are you an angel or something else? So if I haven't told you the story about uh, Karina, you know, she was stranded. She had worked her way. She's an or- orphan girl raised by her grandma. Her grandma passed on. And then a guy from a church down there in the, uh, I think that was in the Dominican. I get that's where we first screwed met. Screwed up so much. But anyway, <laughs> a statement that we met a, him. A in guy, Dominican. okay, a guy who loves the Lord kind of mentored her. But look, she just had every reason in the world to quit and, just be a statistic in, in a third world country happens every day. She just said, no, not going to do it. So she's worked and basically through the internet, educated herself, got scholarships to high school in Germany and then a college in the U S she got stranded during the civil war in Nicaragua. I got a call in the middle of the night saying, can you get her in the country? And if so, cause she had a visa, but it, was a time I was like, get her in, we'll take care of her. And I didn't have a good attitude about it because they told me she was 24 and she was 17. Yeah. Meet this girl. And I'm like, she's a rock star. She loves Jesus. She has a great attitude. She would get up before daylight and like clean the house. And I was like, hey, you don't have to do do that here. I mean, I appreciate it. Guess what? She's never stopped. She just, she's grateful. She won't, she won't take a handout in any way. And uh, she's just awesome. But she sent Missy a picture of her desk because she got a job. And she just went on and on. And Missy come out there and she was telling me, she's like, I mean, Karina, she's like, send me a picture of her desk. Yep, that that's what we do, Karina. We, we, we work. But I told Missy, I said, but you know what it is? I said, she's moved by that because here's a girl, an orphan girl from Nicaragua, who has a place yeah. in America that this company set up for an actual 
It's just a to us. It's just a desk a and, and a chair. Yeah. But to her, she's like, she's proud of that. This is a place yeah. that I've worked, and they set this up for me and said, "Here is your place." And I thought, well, there's a spiritual connection yeah. there about belonging. And uh, then Missy, we I I saw that lip start quivering, you know, <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, this is this is good. She's doing good. <laughs> And so I had to forgive her for uh, she's she booby traps our house without knowing it because I'm a I'm a night owl. This is the story I was going to tell. You. <laughs> and, and where you were getting? Yeah. So we had we had Zach. I think they were filming something for you, and and Zach's my cousin, and. He had this crew. There was like five or six of them. Well, they stayed at our house. And there were three more at my house, by the way. Because everybody was gone. And so for some reason, I wasn't there. And I came in. It's late at night. And, you know, you get, as human beings, we get in habits. <laughs> and so I don't go to bed till one o'clock in the morning. That's just the way it is. That's why I text you at midnight. Last and night. I don't sleep late, which is weird. I get up, I go to bed late and get up early it's just the way it is so i'm going i thought i was just walking to the bedroom but the door's always open because there's nobody there and so i didn't i had forgotten that there were other people there i walked through our door that was closed <laughs> and when i mean through it i went through it that's why i had a black eye for a few days i have this you, little you, scar you crashed the gate i went through the door <laughs> Hit the floor. I mean, just, uh, I'm scrambling around on my hands and knees. I, have I would have bumped and just felt, I wouldn't have known whether the door was shut or open. It Why was, would a man Because walk? it was dark. I didn't have a light. I turned the lights off as I went in. And so I scramble around trying to find my phone, which is what I should have had. And, but it's always open. I close it if I want it closed once I go in. And so I look in the mirror and I'm like seeing if I'm bleeding. And Well, here's the fascinating part. This Missy's in the bed. I, I rip the door, the little door jam that makes the door yeah. close. That's in pieces. <laughs> I went through the door. I was like... How was I walking that? I was supposed fast? to say you must have been rolling. <laughs> <You would> <laughs> so I ripped that off. That's laying there. Did it wake and her I, up? Never woke her up. <laughs> and so, but I didn't even say anything. You know what's funny about? I guess when you get married thirty years, I have I have a black eye. <laughs> she never said, "Oh, you have a black eye. How'd you get that?" Or, and I never or, told. Or her. Why is the door destroyed? To our never memory. came up. <laughs> Until, so two nights later, she cleans out a closet. And, I, of course, now I'm checking that door, yeah, which yeah. it won't it won't close anyway. Well, now you don't have to worry about it. You've yeah. Got... So she had bagged up a bunch of stuff that she was going to give to Goodwill. Well, guess where she puts it? Right to the left of the door. Well, I trip and fall over that two nights later, <laughs> just in a heap. <laughs> <laughs> right knee <laughs> thought I tore my ACL <laughs> so I thought you know what I've had enough so the next morning I said hey what is all this stuff and you know why the door so I tell her all this and she's like and I never woke up and I'm like 
why is this about you? <laughs> so it was it didn't go well because I'm like. Your conclusion from me having two altercations in this doorway that were violent is how come I didn't wake up? <laughs> Not, are you okay? Did you Sorry, hurt? Jace, I closed the door. She said, well, there were seven. Thieves would have a, a much easier time in your house than in mine, I can tell you that. That's right. I don't know why I'm telling you that. I just thought, man, well, how do we, you know, we we told last last podcast about Kay getting bit by her own dog over a good night kiss. Right. And I'm like, things just happen. You think, how does that happen? Well, how do I have a black eye and tear my ACL <laughs> going to the bed <laughs> in two different nights? <laughs> What's going on? Says the her. Apostle Paul had it right. Those who marry will face many troubles in this life. <laughs> yeah. And I want to spare you this. And it may be even trying to get to your own bed. It's amazing how that's your go-to in any marriage situation. I've been using that one a lot. But <laughs> most people say that's not in the Bible. As the Jet said, if you marry, there Where will be more that? troubles. Where is that? You have more troubles. First Corinthians 7. I want to make sure it's not your translation. Seven, not verse 28. Because I've heard you say that many times. I've actually did. But you've never double-checked it? No. No, I never did. He just took your word I for it. I do want to see that that's in there. Uh, uh, verse 28. Yeah. 28. But if you yes. do marry, you have not sinned. That's right. If a virgin marries, she has not sinned. That's, That's why right. I never noticed this. Yeah. Because once I but, read that, I thought, what's he talking about? <laughs> but, <laughs> but those who marry will face many troubles in this life. And I want to spare you that. How do you find that verse? I just oh ran goodness. up on it because I got to talking to a lot of people. And they kept saying, we have so many troubles. It just trouble with trouble. I said, "Yep, the Apostle Paul told you, people do marry. They I face don't many think troubles." He was talking about walking through a door because <laughs> yeah. you didn't well, know your wife. That sounds pretty it's real easy. If you're single, you don't have a woman in there sleeping. Well, you don't have the door shut. Stuff the I door. guess so. You just fix the door. Nobody will ever know it. Most of the time, most women, if you tear the door down, <laughs> getting in there, most of them will wake up and she say, "Who is it?" Nah. You know. Oh, you could look. You could. I could step. I mean, a flea could run across, you know, the living room floor and Lisa's going to wake up. You talk about a light sleeper. I mean, one light goes on. She goes around. We go in a hotel. And of course, you, we sleep in so many hotels. And so there's lights coming. I wake up in the middle of the night. And she's up there. She's like taping the thing, the drapes to the deal. She can't take any light, any sound. I mean, it's got to be perfect. You know what's weird is like we all know all our kids at various occasions would get up in the middle of the night and come to our bedroom. I think that's a normal universal thing. Well, she hears those those little feet pitter patter on carpet. She she would be the one. I wouldn't hear that. She would say, "What do you need?" And then I'm like, "What's happening here?" And then you hear the voice, and I'm like. So that wakes you up. Rip through the door, do a belly roll, cry out in pain. Nothing. That's Jace being Jace. That's, right. That's exactly right. We, I, we had I this think conversation. Say, I see where you fit on the scale of the of argument came up because I brought up the kids. I'm like, I don't understand why you wake up on that. I'm writhing in pain over something you caused, and I get nothing. I don't even get a. 
raise up the eyebrow and think, are you okay? I was like, that's it's a tough life out there, Jace. Get used to it, son. <laughs> Your verse makes perfect sense. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah, Missy, you married a woman that has some uh, some Robertson tendencies there with little compassion. Uh, my favorite place, Dad, used that verse, Chase, was at Sadie's wedding. <laughs> Like to the whole audience, I know. Yeah, they're up there fixing tie tonight, and I just somebody said, "You want to say a few words?" I said, "Yeah, I'll say a few Why words." Would you do that, that was his opening line. I was as uncomfortable in that moment as I've ever been. When you read that, I thought, Sadie "What is he it. doing?" First, she was shocked. She said, "Did he say what I think he just said?" She lied to you. She yeah. said she loved it. <laughs> She I, said she loved it. She said it put her her and Christian at ease because she thought, oh, well, here we go. It's the Robertson yeah. wedding. So she says it after. I her. thought, what is he doing? <laughs> that was my thought when you read that. I thought. So what do you want me to tell him? People who marry will never face any trouble. Once you get it's, married, it's the not troubles that are I, over. It's not that I didn't agree with you, but I know how women oh. can be about weddings. And I was thinking, Phil. They're not going to like this. Yeah. I was thinking Corey and Kay. I thought they're going to get you. That's in. why I stress when people are searching for, you know, to live a, a, a life of peace and quiet and tranquility. And first one thing, okay, and comfort. God's the God of comfort. But you do have to remember, if it's you and you're just single, you, you, there's, it's not as burdensome. Yeah. So I tell people who, who have decided not to marry for whatever reason, I just tell them, I said, you know what? Good to go. Yep. You have every right. You don't have to marry. Yeah, I agree. And if people I mean, say, what's wrong with you because you're not married right. and you're 35 years well, old, you know, I just tell them, I said, don't let that bother you. Yeah, that's a good advice. And, you know, churches, churches, and especially women in churches, I saw Lisa do it for years, is they put a lot of pressure on single people to get married, and you shouldn't do that because it. I mean, if you have the gift of shouldn't celibacy, do that at like, all. you know, when I met my wife, all you single people out there, you have every right to say I'm yeah. not going to marry, or at least I'm not worried about it. Just make Rock sure on and don't worry about I it. I met my hang wife. On, hang on, Jess. Let's take a break. So this time of year, uh, we celebrate our independence, July the fourth, uh, which is coming up soon, and all the values that made us great. One of our sponsors is a company called Patriot Mobile. And uh, not only do they share our beliefs, but they really stand behind all of the beliefs with action. They're the only Christian conservative wireless carrier, and they donate a portion of every dollar to organizations that you know we would like. So we like these guys, and if you're looking to switch to a carrier, they're, they're good to consider. They have two great offers to choose from. You can either get 50% off your first two months or $100 off a phone. Both come with free premier activation if you go to patriotmobile.com slash fill. So that's where you go to check these guys out. It's easy to switch. They're going to save you some money. Patriotmobile.com slash fill. Or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders get to save even more, which is another good reason why this is a, a, such a great company. Patriotmobile.com slash Phil, if you'd like to switch your service. I met my wife a day after I declared that I'm going to go single the rest of my life. I was like, that's it. I'm done. Yep. I just, because I just come off a bad dating situation. Yep. I was yep. like, you know what? I'm done. Of course, then God said, no, what about this girl? I'm yeah. like, Most ah. people don't understand that what Jesus was saying 
some people are eunuchs because they were born that way. They're right. just not attracted to. They just they're not going to marry. Well, you know, I always tell when I was your buddies. Uh, what's his name over in Texas? He's a eunuch, but I mean, yeah, old, yeah, old bachelor. But, but you don't know that. I mean, just don't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I like the he's scene. right in what he says, but at yeah, the same time, it's yeah, like you know. I don't. But but who's to know? Some hey, they just may not want to get married. Right. Then that's fine. Plus, oh, some like people it. wait till they get to be. Somebody told me not long ago, some some guy got married at seventy two. Oh yeah, finally married. Yeah. Said, but what are you rascal? It happens sometimes. And. <laughs> <laughs> you old rascal. You old rascal. <laughs> yeah, well, I always describe him with me like, so I, I'd had so many problems, and it was me. I was the problem from 14 to 18 with girls. It was, you know, we talked about that in the last podcast, kind of when you have that first awareness as a person. like, And, and I almost remember the day I was on a school bus. So I was going to the 10th grade, and, like, a girl walked on the bus. And I remember I went to school with her the year before. She walked on the bus. She had changed a lot, you know, that summer. Yep. And I remember in my mind thinking, whoa. In five seconds, you said, I think I'm in love. That's exactly right. So, and she wound up being my girlfriend. But here's what happened. I mean, I went on a carnal, you know, lifestyle for four years. So when I became a Christian, I thought, you know what? I think I'll be a lot better off not going the women route because that that had been my biggest mess up. It wasn't too hard to walk away from alcohol and all that. But I thought, I, I can't do this. So I was just yeah. going to just pull a paw. But what I realized about two months in, it's not my gift. Yeah. I mean, then I started the temptation started. So that's when I actually called Lisa and we eventually connected and got married. But I just the Apostle knew. Paul did say, and he just said, I wish all men were as I am right. regarding marriage. I'm not married. Yeah. I wish they all. However, there's so much immorality. Each person should have his own wife and each wife. And he said it's better to what? marry than burn with passion. Sure. Meaning that if it's not so your you, gift. You, you were describing those years. Oh, and look, when Lisa what? and I got back together, we made a commitment not to, because we had already been in Marvel, we made a commitment not to. But look, the wedding day got moved up because my biology was taking over my theology uh, yeah, in a yeah. heartbeat. But, you know? Yeah. you know, I've got, but y'all, you've, y'all have said about me, because y'all know I waited until I got married. And I, I, I speak about that in in my speeches because I wish there would have been more speakers when I was 14 to 18 who would have said, do it God's way. It's okay to be single. Don't. Yeah. Because you're getting so much pressure. And now in our culture, it's magnified a thousand times. That is correct. But I've, I've never viewed that as a gift. Even though but you people need to remind say, people of that, people, Chase. You can people, wait till you get married before you have sex. But I've always said it wasn't that I felt like it was a gift. I felt like it was I had a good plan, which yep. my plan was confrontation right off the bat, which was I'm not going to touch you in a marital way. You know, I, I think I would say inappropriate or whatever I would tell them, and I would tell them I love God more than I love them. And I mean, I just gave a speech every time. So I set the tone for how it was going to go, which the people, the girls that I dated who were not believers, no matter what they said, that quickly got got resolved because <laughs> right. I brought it up. I was like, this is who I am. Oh, yeah. And it just... Well, and, and he not, looked up just, pretty quick, and they weren't there. As in five minutes uh, or five <laughs> seconds. It, it just. <laughs> well, well, there you I go. Mean, I remember this one girl. I mean, look, 
beautiful. That's why the old guy with the GQ magazine said, you really expect somebody to believe you didn't have sex with your wife, your girlfriend before you married her? You really think we're going to believe that? Jace's reply was, I don't care whether you believe it or not. (laughs) But this tall, beautiful girl in high school, I remember, and she, I gave her not the formal speech, but just we were sitting in class together. And I mean, I was interested in her. and, And she just got so offended when I said that. She's like, well, you just you never have you never have had this. If you if you do, you'll I'll change your mind. Yeah. And well, which kind of made me Boy, like what a, what a I was on. more scared then because I was thinking rightfully sexual diseases so. and this <laughs> microbes, Jace, microbes. And I was like, well, no, I'm. It, trust me, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make this clear, Jace. Her parting thought was, what a jerk. Yeah. Well, what she said. All his flesh here, and he claims not. What she called me was the equivalent of a same, you know, same sex. Yeah. I mean, she was like. She used a slur on Which, it. yeah, I thought, now here I am getting that response just because I'm trying to do it God's way, which made me think about this culture and being so hell, mag- magnified. Hell hath no fury as a woman scorned. I turned her down, and all of a sudden, she was doing what. People view as homophobic. She she was attacking me. Yeah. She was like, I'm so good looking. <laughs> you, I'm not allowing you to turn my turn me down. You, you know what the, you know what this was? You you Jay, were, she, there's an old saying in the, in the old days, she wasn't marrying stock, son. <laughs> not marrying So stock, you were you were a living example of Genesis 39 because when Joseph was in Potiphar's house, Mrs. Yep. Potiphar was not used to being turned yeah. down. And so, and it said he was well-built and handsome young guy and oh, yeah. he's a teenager. And so she comes in and says, sleep with me now. And he said, he gives her a little speech. He says, how could I do such a thing as sin against God? Yep. Which is basically what mm-hmm. you said, you know, and, he, and look, and then she, She's tried to tearing just, his apparel off. And then and then claims he raped, tried to rape her and yeah. got him thrown in prison, which yeah. would have meant death. Boy, she'd have made him a good woman. Do you know that exactly. old girl later on that year, I started dating another girl, and then she had the gall because I was sitting right beside her in class. She's like, Yeah, saw saw who you turned me down for. <laughs> like, so she you know what I mean? she didn't get over it. No, bitter. But I found some power in that. Because it bothered her to the point where she'd make conversation about it. And I, I, I got some energy from that. You I know, in a positive that... way, I thought, yeah, I will forever be the rest of your life the guy who said, no, no, not a chance. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I wonder what how, how that old gal's life turned out. I, I bet it know. didn't turn out very well. Seen her, I would love to know what happened, I, but I'd just be scared to do the research. So the reason I use the word gift, Jace, is because in, in 1 Corinthians 7, 7, Paul said, I wish that all men were as I am, but each man has his own gift from God. Yep. One has this gift, another has right. that. That's but he right. wasn't married, and I eventually got married. But he viewed but that he as an ability... To, to not, I just I think mean, he, maybe you're right. You I'm know. just saying I struggle with that because I just thought, well, I got to get because I have it, to. Well, look, it wasn't like I wasn't attracted. That that, you know, what I mean, I, I just yeah. thought it's amazing how small a conversation you think is 
But if you weren't having that conversation, I just, because it's awkward yeah, to just come out and say that, but I don't really care. I'm well, saying, and, to, and to dad's point, he, our culture has made it where you either have to like. There's something opposite, wrong with right, you if you either, don't. It's either opposite sex or same sex, but there's no in between. If you don't do wrong with me, there's something wrong with that. That's right. And and I've got two friends. You mentioned one of them. I got two friends. One's in his 70s and one is in his 60s. And neither one of them have ever been married. They're Christian men. They just don't seem to have any desire to want to be with a woman, to to be married. They're, they're kudos to them. That's what I'm saying. They, they it looks like to well, me. That's they're what a I'm saying. Where's the balance? I mean, look. I remember another time I was sitting at a basketball game and I had my my hands out like this. I'm watching the game. I got you know a couple. Were you like an airplane? You're trying me. to be? An yeah, air- I was just you know I was being cool. <laughs> I was I was young. I was a teenager. <laughs> And so You're just I'm, lounging, I'm watching it? the game and a smoking hot girl that I know that I never dated or anything. She sits on my hand. Like, I mean, I, and I go to pull my hand and she like, no. And I look at her and she's like, how's that feel? <laughs> Huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story, right? Yes. <laughs> You're not making this up, right? And I said, <laughs> what I said, but it made me nervous. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I well, said, a- <laughs> Can I have my head back? And I didn't answer the question. And I just acted like it didn't happen. But I thought, it wasn't like I didn't like that. And I wasn't flattered, and I wanted to pursue that more. But I just thought what you said a while ago, this is not marrying material. <laughs> this is way too easy. This is way too fast. This is too quick. So for for yeah. all you young guys out there, for a girl for sits on but the You were right in your assessment, but most people at that age. Yeah. See, to me. Hang the, on, hang on Jess, let's take a break. They just passed the law in Louisiana, whereby it's against the law to cut a ball cypress. Now, there's a law you can get behind, right? I've planted thousands of them. Right, yeah, they're all over our property. Thousands of them are growing. Well, they, they grow should, pretty fast, too. They yeah. should give you a medal. They should. Yeah. 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 Some of them are eight foot, ten foot tall, and they've been there about five years, so they're doing great. So Dad is actually a spokesperson for one of our sponsors, which is called Fast Growing Trees, because you plant trees that grow, uh, and some of them grow fast. These guys are really great. They're the world's largest online nursery, and Lisa and I have used them uh, for the southern layer. We ordered some trees. They showed up. They were in great shape. They were easy for us to plant. So over a million people uh, have, have bought trees from FastGrowingTrees.com. They got a 30-day alive and thrive guarantee. That means your plants will arrive happy, healthy, and ready for planting. So now through July 31st, you go to FastGrowingTrees.com slash Robertson, and you get 15% off. That's FastGrowingTrees.com slash Robertson. I've always said trees don't need hugs, but if they did... I'd hug a cypress. <laughs> you betty. You betty. The, the, flesh all, the, is, the flesh, what is it? The, the, body, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. But Phil, yep. in yep. that moment, this seems scary to me. I was more like, this is happening too fast. Well, biblically this, speaking, it is a scary thing. 
Well, it's it not, is. That was it's not nothing appealing. to mess around with. But I do like I do like what you said about making a plan. It's interesting because so uh, some of the things Lisa and I taught in our last marriage seminar, I do some stuff out of Job thirty one. And I've mentioned this before, Job 31.1, he says, Job says, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully, lustfully at a girl. That's a plan. In other well, words. Now, if, our if, listeners today, there are many of them. Y'all are going to have to face up to it. They're thinking right now, Jace is lying. <laughs> They say he's not telling the truth. I don't care. Jace, you can't tell me he didn't succumb to it. He didn't wait it out. He didn't wait till he got married. No. So I think at fifty-one, though, they're like, you know, why would he even make it up? But (laughs) but maybe you're right. But I wanted to say this because I think in our culture they were. I was talking to a guy who runs a, a Christian youth camp not long ago, and it's like. Used to, the main problems were, as you can imagine, drugs, alcohol. And if you can get somebody to talk about, you know, there's moments of of sex that comes up people want to talk about. But now the way our culture is, it's like this gender identity is the number one issue. Yeah, yeah. Because it's already awkward for everyone. Even me, when I was doing that, look, the hail, and I mean hail as in hailstorm, of persecution that I was getting from my buddies was off the charts because they they're there and they're like, what are you doing? And they're trying to justify what they're doing. Well, but they're like, what you idiot. She sat on your hand and you acted like a little girl. I mean, what are you, (laughs) what's wrong with you? And then they would, they would assume that I must not be attracted to girls. Yeah. And so now I could. So you got I, around to converting many of these guys. Well, later on, yeah, that didn't make me feel better about myself though in yeah. the moment. And what I'm saying is the hail of, of gunfire that I'm getting from them about, and it always went to the same sex attack. They're like, "Well, you don't like girls," but you know, even I'd like to say I was confident in myself and my decision, but as a young teenager. You know, I I would question. I was like, maybe there is something wrong with me. Yeah, I mean, they were just, oh, yeah. I mean, just abuse every day, every day, and so it was tough. And uh, so I, I get it. And now but that might be one of the reasons, Jace, you when the Apostle Paul was talking, but stuff like what Jace is talking about. Sometimes the Almighty starts young and sets them apart for a reason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Well, because you said it a while ago, it's a gift. That's, that's what Paul said. I mean, it, it seemed like he, because of what he was going to have to do, that gift served him well. Which means, which means, yeah. when all you young people out there saying, "Well, it can't be done," right? Well, talk to Jace. Yeah, it well, can. it can be. I think. I think since he I was a better man than me. Well, people I, have different reasons. You know, it's like my friend Hawk. We were talking about earlier. You know, I asked him because we're really close, and I said, "Well, why did you?" Why did you never want to get married? Because I, you know, I know at one time you were in college. I mean, you probably other people put pressure, and he had an interesting answer. He said, "Well, you know, I looked at my parents' marriage, and it, you know, they stayed married for over fifty years together, but it just wasn't good. It wasn't what it should have been." He said, "And I just never wanted to get married. I just I thought, you know what? I don't want to live a sham of a life with somebody. And so, sex and all that, every minute is mine." He just saw an example. He thought he didn't want to do that yep. and so you know people have different motivations for yeah. you know, Plus, why by they the do way it. he had every right to 
Well, yeah, and obviously he was. He, it wasn't going to be a problem for him like it would be other people. Yep. So. But I mean, even in Romans, you know, when his he was making a point about being under grace, he used an illustration from marriage. You know, in Romans seven. Yeah. And yep. it, and at verse five, of course, this is right before he gets into the what I don't want to do, I do, yeah, and saying, I have right. these this battle going on. So look, I got the same battle going on when I was a teenager, and everybody else does. But if you don't have a God conscience and you don't have a plan, you're not motivated by grace and you don't have God's spirit and that you have this marketing campaign going on with our globe that's like, well, if you don't, if you're struggling with who you are and you're not acknowledging, which they don't say this, but it's the hidden message. If you're not acknowledging that you were made by a living God on purpose, well, why wouldn't you question yeah. Which why wouldn't you try something different? Especially right. there's just so much marketing right. coming at us from every angle. Yeah, I think and people get swept I up. I was gonna read this seven five because he said, For when we were controlled by the sinful nature, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in our bodies, so that we bore fruit for death. But now, by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the laws that we serve in the new way of the Spirit. Now, I know he's talking about living under the Spirit compared to the law, but you got to remember, you can't underestimate having the Holy Spirit. When I look back on it, I just don't think, because Paul never was married. Right. I, don't, I wasn't like that. I, I feel like I had the Holy Spirit. It was a struggle. It was daily. I did have doubts. I did question what I was doing. Because of the hail of persecution that happened yep. every day. But I do think that it was the power of the Spirit that was leading me to suppress these passions that I had and that were aroused. It's like when the girl sat on my hand, look, I was thinking, this is nice. But at the same time, I was scared, thinking, this this is way too fast. For I don't, I was wanting to do this later i mean just not right off the bat you it's know kind of like we, the old we call it the notice and dismiss philosophy because i mean a good looking woman walks by and especially if you know if they're not very modestly dressed or you're at a beach and someone comes by i mean you as a man you notice the yeah. question is what do you do next do i do i linger do i think about mm, what would that be like do i do i it's it's or do i just dismiss that and think i'm not going to look because back because if i'm not careful i will commit adultery with her and never touch her that's right cuz in, in jesus here. said that's where well, you do it comes that's down where it to starts the struggle. i mean i think you can even look and then look i'm not going to lie i justified just looking when especially when i was a teenager Thinking. At least I'm not doing it. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, and right or wrong, you can make your own decision. I, all I've said is it was a war. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and and even with Miss and I, which we didn't struggle the first, I don't know, couple of years, just because I was done, I was like, I'm not going to get married, even though I was dating her. You know, and we just had a spiritual foundation that we built our relationship on. And uh, But look, I've told this story many times. I didn't see her for three months before we got married. Cause I just couldn't keep my hands off of her. So I was like, I'll meet you at the altar. If you got a need, call me. And that's basically what we did, which yeah. created, created drama. Yeah. I think it was good. It was good. I mean, that's, and once I got used to it, it's fine. Let's take yep. it. Let's take another break. Well, I think it goes back, back to that Job 31. After he said he made a covenant with his eyes, then he said, and I don't lurk at my neighbor's door. 
And yeah. he said, if I, if I, if I, if I lurk at my neighbor's door, he said, my, may my wife grind another man's grain, yeah. meaning that, you know what, if I'm going to be unfaithful to her, then why would I expect somebody not to be unfaithful to me? Yep. And I like that idea. As Jason said it, well, it's about making a plan for yourself, not to put yourself in bad situations. You know, well, we wind up in yeah. these situations where you start talking to this woman, maybe it's online, maybe it's some other way. And then we wonder why all of a sudden we're in a situation where we're wanting to go to bed together. Well, you should have stopped that way back at the beginning when you were lurking at the door. Yeah. That That's where you get well, into what's the so problem. tough now compared to back when we were teenagers is now you have the Internet, which is just all this filth and porn at every turn just yeah. being that's why in i never went down that road I no, it's no. A bad which it road. makes it so awkward to have a real meaningful relationship because now you have a skewed view of you know sex Sexuality. and what that's yeah right. and what women would would actually you know do, like do with you in real life that's you know right. she'd right. say heck no what are you what are you what are you an idiot but so I think that's difficult. I mean, that, that there's a difference in that and noticing real life women, like what you're saying. Right. You're putting yourself in a position to fail if you're you get hooked. And people, that's all they do is they get hooked on it. It's the idea. So read through them of, ten ten verses since you, because that's a good starting point on what you have to gain and what you have to lose. Romans eight twenty eight and following down to about verse thirty nine. So someone read that. One of y'all read well, that. Well, those first three, starting in verse 28, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. And I actually like the variant reading a little bit better. If you In your margin it says, and we know that all things work together for good to yep. those who love God. I like yep. that idea that the, if we're following the plan of God, things are going to work out, even, yep. even if you go through something bad. Who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, and he might that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. I, well, unfortunately, this passage is the positives are, are missed because there's been so much debate in the religious world right, over about what exactly yeah, this means because he throws in that he also glorified, which to me there's no difference in what happens here and the same in Ephesians 2 where he goes through that we were outside of Christ under the control of the kingdom of the air, meaning the evil one, but then God saved us by grace, not of ourselves. And then all of a sudden he throws in there and seated us with him in the heavenly realms. Right. And then it says we're cre not that we don't work, but he created works for us to do before the creation began. You remember what he said in Romans four, the God who can do all things and that calls things that are not as though they were mm -hmm. when you're outside of space and time, this is what most people miss God, of course, sees the whole picture of how everything's going to work out. Exactly. So, so the idea of foreknowledge shouldn't freak us out. Like, oh, he's only chosen this group or this group. Right. It's just that he knows how it all is going to play out because he's outside of time and space. So when he says he foreknew something, it's because he sees the whole thing, including yeah. the time when Jesus is going it's to come back. Yeah, it's hard for people to get their their mind wrapped around Jesus's famous nickname, which is I Am, yeah. you know, before Abraham was. So he's he basically is not bound by space and time. Correct. And 
And you think, well, time and distance in every other relationship is a barrier. Yep. So you can't be close. Like if someone dies, obviously you're, you can't be close to them or somebody moves away right? or they were here a hundred years ago. And so all of a sudden you got a passage like, uh, the one in first Peter where it says, though you have not seen him talking about our relationship to God, you, you love him and are filled with an inexpressible joy. Well, it's hard for people to have that experience because they're looking at God as, as having the time and distance barrier. Because most people, uh, maybe I shouldn't say most, a lot of people think God right now is a million miles away at least. Right. So they're like, why? It's it's a God's not real. It's a time and distance. That's why they're functioning like he's not watching. So when you get a passage like this, it's hard to have all the qualities of God if you if you start naming his characteristics. He's eternal. He's all knowing. He's omnipotent. All all powerful, powerful. Uh, omnipresent, which is not bound by space, I guess. Right. Everywhere at He's once. All righteous. There's no. So look, somebody will say, well, you know, I just, I have trouble praying because I don't feel like my prayers are getting past the ceiling. I was like, yeah. well, the ceiling has nothing to do with it because God's not above your ceiling. Yeah. He's right. He's, trust me, he's, you think it, he's, he knows it. I mean, but it's hard to, I think the biggest problem is people, and then that word predestined scares people, but think about it. He says, predestined to do what to be conformed like christ the predestination is the jesus component that's That's why in ephesians 1 it says in him we were predestined so it's through a person that he saved right the the human race that's right so the 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 part that's that's set there for us that was set before creation was even happened was that we would have an opportunity to make a choice and he gave us the model that's right. B- before this whole salvation started. That's exactly right. Grace didn't start to the model of grace. And you follow that chain. Then he says he calls them. But think about it. If you're called, then you have an opportunity to answer the call or not. You I know? mean, you would think. I but, mean, it seems so somewhere simple to me. But it, I, it does to us. But there are people probably listening to what we're saying who are like, you've got you it all wrong. It, you know? If you didn't have the hymn, there's a model. You wouldn't have known how to be predestined to be him. That's right. Because if you don't know him yet, or you say, so he well, gave you his life. That's why I think people miss but, it, is they see the predestination in the person as opposed to Jesus the person. That's right. That was the whole thing. So I, when we make a decision to get into Christ, that's the key. Let's take our last break. I try to explain it like this, because would you say that another quality of God, this was where I was going with this, is that God is love. Yep. Is, is he love? Oh, is yeah. he all loving? First John 4 says he is. So where this is going to go, for you people who like debates, is you get to a point that where you got a group of people who are not looking at the positives here, but are, in my opinion, but they're saying, well, God chose these people before the beginning of time, and he knew who they were, and he did. He does know, he does who, know. They, who they are. And so they'll make the jump to say, well, then God doesn't love the ones he didn't choose. Correct. Yep. But the reason I went through the characteristics of God, and you have First John 4, is clear. God is love. So when you all of a sudden step in and start saying who God loves, 
and they'll bring up the Jacob and Esau illustration, sure. you know. And so you say, whoa, whoa, what does that mean? It's a completely different context. And we're not saying that God doesn't hate the actions or sin because he is righteous. That's another one of his qualities. But he loves people and he creates people. And that's universal because it's a characteristic you can't undo. You can't pick and choose. And so when I read something like the Jacob and Esau illustration, I think, yeah, there's an illustration to what happened on the action side of it. Mm-hmm. But don't ever doubt, you can't all of a sudden pick and choose what characteristic from a God personality that you, that you want. Because once you say he doesn't love some, well, then he no longer is love. That's right. He was. And what does it mean when Peter say that won't work? What does it mean when Peter says God does not want anyone to perish? That that doesn't mean anyone, just the ones who have been called. But I've had these debates with the, and you know, you know, I have, because I was like, well, let me give it to you. I want to have an open mind. I've listened to, you know, and I want to listen. And there's always, they're always trying to change these things to fit a narrative that, a group of people have got together and said, well, we believe different. And if a lot of you are saying, well, what's, what's the big deal with that? The big deal is we're trying to figure out God's personality with our choice. That's right. Cause he gave us the ability to choose. And that was evident from the yeah. fir- very first man and the very first woman yep. choice. And because w- without choice, you don't have you don't have there's no way to to believe there's no way to have faith there, you know, all the elements you talked about love. Think about faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, what wh- what difference would faith make if I didn't have to make if I didn't have to answer the call? So I think when you look at it, his foreknowledge is his power. The mm-hmm. predestination is the idea that it was in Christ. We're called. And then if we answer the call, what happens next? We're justified. Yep. We're free from accusation and all well, those texts that we read. Yeah. When and you, then when you're glorified, Jace is right. The glorification, he already sees us that way. That's what right? I think. It's, I think it's from his perspective, exactly. which is really what this whole debate is about, that's right. is that when he says in 30, those he, pre- he predestined, and you say, what, is, what, what does that mean? He knew... And and that's why I believe that God uses us, the ones who who He's chosen that we chose Him. He uses us to spread the message of Jesus. So that's why I believe that He arranges encounters. That's right. Because you then tie in the Acts seventeen where it says He determines the time set for them in creation when He created us, and the exact places where they should live. Well, why did he do that? It says so that we would reach out for him and seek him. That's pretty evident to me. Right. Which it always gets back. Every time I have this discussion, it always gets back to one reason. It's why we're here now. It's why this keeps going on. Now, there'll come a day where he's like, "Uh, okay, that's good. Whatever. I don't know if it's a number. You know, we had one of our instructors who said that he kind of based it off a passage in Revelation. Yeah. Or it's just time. But I know one thing he he knows and I'm just good with that. I, yeah. I don't have to know. He has appointed a day when he will judge the world with justice. He's given proof of this to right. all men by raising. Now, why it's that day? I and don't look, know. He, the, you get glimpses of it because in, in Hebrews, he mentioned all those people that lived by faith before Jesus came under a law of works. Yep. But he says 
together with us, they were made. So he had no problem crediting righteousness all the way back. Right. Why would he have a problem crediting glory to us right. who understand that? In fact, the rest yeah. of the passage, and, I, and I'll just read it uh, in our last Well, let me minutes. say one, one, one thing, Al. Uh, you know, I, I had a weird encounter. Not, I mean, why am I calling that weird? I had a God encounter, I think. I was uh, metal detecting, and a guy recognized me just facial profiling. I'm out there in somebody's <laughs> yard, you know, and he, he pulls in there. Well, old Murray, who who you brought to the Lord, and I hate him interrupting you, but I think it really goes on with what this verse says. I just feel like I need to say this. You know, Murray's all the time trying to get Jesus into people because he, and, and Murray's like, I ain't going to be here much longer, you know. <laughs> you know, he'd overcome cancer. He's cancer, he's all, yeah. all kinds of stuff. So it's like every moment that somebody comes, he's like, oh, get him, Jace. You know, I'm like, you do it, Murray. And he's like, no, no, because he, he he feels like he's not worthy to do it or whatever. But I'm like, just tell him about Jesus. But he came over and the guy said something about the podcast. And uh, he said, well, you know, I had uh, I had given up on God. And, and because my daughter was taken from me in a car wreck and she left a two-year-old daughter his granddaughter he said that we raised and he said you know i'm just angry at god and i'm i mean all of a sudden this got real real quick i mean it got awkward we're in the yard and i'm and he said you know what what bothered me is he quoted this verse this romans 8 28 he said these these christian people come up to me of course me murray and i are these christian people (laughs) sitting here (laughs) but we weren't in a church building we're out here which is why he felt like he could yeah and he said these christian people came up Saying, you know, God works to the good. And he was like, and look, the guy, I mean, he was be like, well, I mean, he was using profanity in this yeah. analogy, but uh, which didn't bother me because I was like, he's angry. Yeah. And he's like, you know, they did that and then they they just went on. He's like, they they didn't. In other mean, words, you, just you, deal with it. Well, right. He was he like, felt, where, yeah. where are you at now? I mean, you, you just weren't weren't around and but he, but he he read this verse that when I read this verse, we know that all, God works for the good of those who love him. We're excited about it. But, and this guy is, he's mad. Yeah. And, and I could tell. But he said, you know, I got to listening to y'all's podcast and I thought, hmm. He said, I, I think I had a wrong view of God. And, and the point he made was, he's like, what I looked as bad he said, because she is a believer. And we got to raise this this grandbaby. And she he was bragging on she's she's a grown woman now, a lawyer. And he was being po- positive and he's like, I basically realized that I was just looking at it through my own eyes. Hmm. And uh I thought, you know what? If that's not the point of the first eight chapters that's exactly right. <laughs> of of Romans, and which is my point about this being a controversial passage. Make sure you're looking at it from God's perspective exactly. and not yours. Because this whole Romans 8, what you were fixed to read, is all about him. Right. He's saying, if I'm for you, who can be against right. you? Well, it's, 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 a picture of, son. it's a yeah. picture of what glory looks like. But look, what you just described in this, in this gentleman that you talked to was exactly what the passage is talking about. Because again, because you spend a period of time angry at God, doesn't mean that somewhere down the line, you're going to figure out that, you know what, without hope, without a realization that you can be with your daughter again, 
what what do you have? A life of anger and bitterness. Yeah. That's what the evil one wants. So the well, only way you can figure out what the good is is to do what he did, and he mm-hmm. finally saw it through a divine lens. He said, "You know what? I'm gonna see her again." She was yeah. she was a she was a person of faith, and so yeah. what you're seeing is him release that anger because now as as you embrace God who is love, you don't have space yeah. for anger and bitterness. And I think it was a God orchestrated. It's a great encounter. illustration of what I this mean. Is the about. guy wasn't like you know. He, I was like, "What do you do?" You know, for a living. I was just curious. Then he's like, "I'm owe yards," and that I don't know. Not that that's not right. extravagant but yeah. i just thought here's a guy mowing yards that come up we're i'm an hour and a half away from where i normally live and we're talking about some pain that yeah. happened years ago sorry over this passage yeah. and we we quoted the 37 through 39 which said in all these things we're more than conquerors through him who loved us for i'm convinced that neither death let me just think that that's what happened here yeah. Nor life, nor life, neither angels, demons, the present, the future powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. That sounds pretty glorious. If you don't experience that, I mean, I hate to read a sign, but they got this one right. If you don't experience that, who moved? Because he's saying... That's not going to separate. None of that will separate my love for you. And I'll, I'll close with this. Death itself. I'll close with this. It's a good reminder for those of you listening, because we got a lot of believers that listen. Don't, don't, you think you're helping people sometimes by quoting a verse in a moment when people are in pain. It's, I found it best to say, I love you. I'm here for you. What can I do for you? Yeah, that's not the time people are ready to get theology when they just experience something. Exactly, so, I never say, "Oh, God's yeah, got a plan." Boy, and God needed another out. angel. That's why your child no. is dead. Don't don't do stuff like that because it it can wound people for a long. You think you're helping? I get it. I've heard it so yeah. many times in my life. But clips and phrases and you know colloquialisms is not what people need in that moment. They just need somebody to hug them. I'm here mm-hmm. for you. What can I do to help you? That's yeah. the best way to approach people in tragedy. And it's like he said, you you say something that sounds good, and then they never talk to you again. Nah, you never just, check. I mean, yeah. and I get it. It's them? awkward. It's hard to say something. So you know what? Just don't. I find just being there helps the most. So yeah. You're All right. right. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes, and don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.